Welcome to the Helping Families Be Happy podcast, where we explore the often messy world of family, love, and relationships. I am your host for this podcast, Dr. Carla Marie Manley a practicing clinical psychologist, wellness advocate, and author based in Sonoma County, California. I've teamed up with Familius Publishing to bring you nourishing real-life information about love, family, relationships, and life. And now I am absolutely thrilled to introduce today's guest, Linda Catherine Cutting, who will be talking with us about adoption and her marvelous book, A is for Always, An Adoption Alphabet. Linda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Carla. I'm thrilled to be here. And um, and I'm thrilled to be talking about this book, A is for Always. A is for Always. It's such a lovely title. Before we dive into the book itself, tell me what makes you you. Well, um, I'm professionally speaking, I was a concert pianist for many years, and uh, I wrote a memoir in 1997, which was published by HarperCollins. And then um, I I continued to teach and perform, but I uh, switched mostly to writing. And um, that was partly in line with my children's arrival in our lives and not wanting to be on the road a lot and wanting to be around to experience the joy of their lives. So you're a parent, a parent of how many? Just two. Uh, Just two. uh, Our son is now 21. We adopted him as a newborn in the States, and our daughter is 17, and we adopted her as a one-year-old in China. Ah, so you, when you talk about A is for always, you really know adoption from the inside out. I do. And I would say that my kids have taught me a lot. My daughter, Hannah, was the one who really started this book when she came stomping down the hall at age six, carrying two books and asked, Mom, why are my adoption books different from my brother's? And I said, well, you were born in China and your brother Luke was born in the States. She said, that's not right. That's not right. There should be one book about adoption for everyone from everywhere. So no one feels left out and you should write it. <laughs> so I did. My goodness. She's now 17, which is well past picture book age, but she's very proud that the book has made its way out into the world and uh, to have been part of that. Yes, she was quite the impetus with her little stomping down the hall. I can just, you created such a beautiful picture of that. (laughs) So when we look at adoption and how it's impacted your life and, and your children's lives, what are some of the biggest gifts for both you and your children? Well, the gift of adoption to me is, is my kids, both of them. And I, Usually on birthdays and Christmas and all the holidays, I thank their birth parents um, because that's where their lives started. And um, until the kids got sick of me bringing up their birth parents and said, Mom, Mom, do you always have to bring up our birth parents? And I said, well, you know, I'm very grateful to them because they gave you life. And But I think the truth is that every adoption begins with loss. And so... I realized eventually the bringing up of birth parents brought up loss for both ah. my kids. And I think that's probably why they, they didn't want to hear it quite as much because they didn't want to be reminded of that. And 
I would say that I think one of the reasons I've brought it up so much is I think that one of the problems with adoption has been in the secrecy around it. And mm. along with secrecy comes a sense of shame. And I didn't want that to be part of my kids' story um, or their lives. But the truth is that they, you know, all kids who are adopted do experience loss um, at a very early age. And so I, in the in the book, while A is for always, the, the whole page is A is for always with your hand in mine. Adoption's a gift that will last for all time. But then B immediately is for birth parents. They gave you life starts. We'll always hold them close in our hearts. And I didn't want my kids to feel ashamed about questions they might have. So Q was for questions you may want to shout, what's this adoption thing all about? And W is for wonder. And in that case, I wrote W is for wonder, a word to describe birth family questions you don't need to hide. So I'm... I'm really um, in this book trying to promote openness and conversations with adoptive parents and their kids, and also for the book to serve as a mirror for kids. Um, I think one adult adoptee told me, I hope you're not writing another children's adoption book that's all rainbows and unicorns. Mm. And I said, no, I really try to address some of the harder, more challenging aspects of adoption. So you is for the understanding you'll get from a parent when something makes you upset. And you can see in the picture that my Leonie illustrator, Leonie Little X, sorry, the illustrator drew a mama giraffe nudging her baby elephant as she watches a parade of family look alike uh, elephants. Uh, and I, I think in interracial adoption, that is one of the challenges is not looking like the rest of your family. Although in my son's case, uh, when he was about 11, he said, Mom, why does everybody ask about Hannah's adoption and no one asks about mine? Is it because her story is more exotic, that she came from China? And I said, well, Luke, uncannily, you sort of look like your dad and me, even though we don't share the DNA. And so I think some people may not even realize that you're adopted, whereas Hannah, because she's Chinese and the rest of us are white, is pretty obviously adopted. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, he said, well, that makes me feel kind of invisible. I want people to ask me about my story. Oh. So, you know, there, there's, there are all kinds of challenges around not looking like your adoptive family and looking like your adoptive family and feeling that your story may get hidden because of that. So there, there are lots of issues to explore in adoption. It's a wonderful, it's been a wonderful way for us to have our family especially after I had two pregnancies that miscarried and I didn't want to keep going through that. Mm -hmm. And I, I knew there were kids in the world who needed families and we adopted. So. And it really sounds like the book is, if I, you know, could pull two words to describe it, it's transparent. We're talking about transparency here, being very transparent and also about being curious wondering so transparency and curiosity and those they sound like very good places to be in any parenting right but yeah. particularly in adoptive parenting because it can be so confusing for the child and traumatizing i've worked with children who were adopted and sometimes the trauma depending upon the situation can be significant Yes, that's true. We have very good friends who adopted two brothers from Russia who were, I think, 
six and eight at the time of adoption, and they had experienced a lot of trauma growing up and and then coming to the States and having a whole new culture and language thrust on them was also a big challenge. So yeah, it can it can be very it can be traumatic, absolutely. Absolutely. And it sounds as if your book and plus listeners, you didn't get to see the visuals, but the uh, just beautiful drawings and animals that look very happy and thoughtful and playful, playful as well. So yeah. definitely a beautiful way, a beautiful format for children and their adoptive parents to get engaged on a subject without it without somebody looking and saying, wait a minute, that draft's not Chinese or that, you know, that elephant's not white. We can well, really That was also my daughter. She really wanted animal illustrations so any child could relate. Yes. And and Leonie Little X, I, I owe the beauty of the illustrations to her because she really made a point of of drawing and painting all different kinds of animal families, different species together, some same species. And yeah. They're all animals, so nobody feels left out. <laughs> and isn't that the way we we want it to be, whether it's an adoptive family or, you know, a DNA family, right? We want, nobody wants to be left out. We all want to feel safe and loved yeah. and secure. Yeah, we actually have been surprised. I mean, we were thrilled to be number one on Amazon new releases for children's adoption books and children's mm. books. But then we were surprised to be number one in new releases on step family books. And I think it's because there's so much in the book about family difference that interracial families can relate, even if they're biologically connected. My daughter has a very good friend who we were driving them home from soccer and they were this this girl has a white mother and a Chinese, had a Chinese father who died when she was young. And she looks very Chinese. And they were talking about the challenge of having white mothers, both of them, even though one wow. is adopted and the other is a biological child. So I, in, where we live in Brookline, we see we have a 20% Asian population. But beyond that, we also have a lot of mixed race families where kids are biologically in their families, but they don't really look like either parent because it, they're mixed race, essentially. Well, so, it makes sense that your books are, that your book is doing so well because A is for always will resonate with any family that yeah. wants to really say we are inclusive this is how we operate. We operate with transparency and connection and all, you know, when you think about the, the, the values that, um, the 10 habits of a healthy family that the familias community talks about and a book like A for Always really promotes so many of those values, learning together, loving together, growing together, healing together. And so no wonder it's doing so well because mm -hmm. families need that sort of nourishment and encouragement. Thank you for that. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate that. One of the things that that we also tried, I also was very, very serious about dressing, addressing were the difficulties that each of my kids had about adoption in school. So my son's first real difficult assignment was to create a family tree with all of your ancestors on it. 
you know, going back as far as you, you know, want. And he, of course, didn't know any of his ancestors. So that was difficult. And so for him, I actually wrote the letter O, and it reads this way. O is for oak, a tree big and strong, for building a treehouse where we all belong. And you can oh. see there are lots of different animal families building in the treehouse. And the idea of it was to say, you can you can welcome anyone into your treehouse, and you can certainly welcome your family who aren't blood relatives if you're adopted into your treehouse. In other words, it's an inclusive treehouse. Absolutely. And in our ever-changing world, having that ability to realize that our family tree and that that image, listeners, it was beautiful, this giant tree house, this giant tree with, again, one of my favorite animals, a giraffe up there, you know, at the top, you know, his neck way high up and all of these other beautiful animals that we can create a family, whether we're adopted or not, we get to create the family of our dreams by being inclusive, inviting people into our lives and forming really solid relationships with them is for always. I think also for me, the message of inclusiveness has to do with the fact that America has one of the most mixed race, mixed ethnic groups, cultures and populations of any country on earth. And so inclusivity, I think, is so important in an overall way. Um, not just for adoptive families, but for all of us Absolutely. to invite and include uh, others in our lives. Absolutely. And I love that message. And again, I think that's why the book is doing so well, because back to those core pieces that we all want to feel safe, connected. We all want to believe that A is for always. I mean, it's such a beautiful title. Any family will want to be able to read that book to their children and say, hey, no matter where you are, how old you are, what color you are, you know, we love you always. Yeah. 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 Oh, so beautiful. The letter I chose for my daughter was the letter R. And the reason is that she came home one day, I think she was around seven and said, mom, I said, you know, you seem upset. She goes, I am upset because my friends told me that you're not my real family. Mm. And that was very painful. And so I wrote R is for real, a word to describe the family you have right here by your side. And so Leone drew, you know, adopted families Uh. near the beach together having picnics. And then I, I, I saw a film which didn't, which came out in March, I think it was um, a little science fiction film called After Yang. And it was set in the future and there's a mixed race family. The father is white, the mother is black and they adopt a daughter from China and they also buy a brother bot to keep her company. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And the brother bot is also there to instruct her about Chinese and to teach her the Chinese language and teach her Chinese cultures and traditions. And there's a scene in that movie where they're sitting in, it's not a car, it's some futuristic mode of transport. And she, the, the, the Chinese adopted daughter looks a little sad and Yang says, what's wrong, Mika? And she says, well, my friends at school said that you're not real. We don't have a real family. We're not a real family. And so he takes her to a forest and shows her a tree with a branch that's grafted in. 
So the tree is actually two families of trees in one. Yes. And he says to her, you know, this is a real tree and it has two families and they're both very important families. And your families are real too. The one that you came from, the one you were adopted into are both very real. And I thought what, it was so oh, important. <laughs> what a gorgeous metaphor. That is just, that is beautiful. And of course, he gave her the history of dating back some 4,000 years of grafting in China, and that that's been done for centuries, obviously. But I thought it was a beautiful way of of explaining what the word real means and turning something that was painful into something positive. Absolutely. And something that is very much, again, back to growth and connectivity that, you know, that you see that graft and there it is. It is about connection. It is about growing together. And that's, you know, one of the biggest pluses of a real family, because a real family is a family that comes together regardless of biology. It comes together in love. Yeah. And that's. that's, And and it's love is as important for biological families as it is for adoptive ones oh love love is the glue love is the glue definitely the glue so are there any other highlights you'd like to share with our listeners today um one is that the other aspect of adoption i think that's important to talk to your kids about and and again it, it can be painful but they need to hear it from you is that i did with the letter k so k is for knit with yarn meant to last, adopting is knitting your present and past. And the images of the mama bear knitting while the, the baby bunny holds the yarn. And then it becomes uh, a, a cozy quilt for the whole family. And under that, we have L's for loving, the hugs and the care that make us a family will always be there. That's probably the most important message of the book. (laughs) Well, and so beautiful. And again, the illustrations, listeners, this is why you need to pick up this book. The the illustrations are so beautiful, as well as the energy of the text is just very loving and very welcoming. And I would imagine that whether you're reading it to a newborn, an infant, five-year-old or with a 10-year-old, it would really ha- carry a lot of love and meaning. Thank you. I, I Actually, we did get a review on Amazon from a family um, where they read it to their 10-year-old adoptee, and it really resonated and you know, grew into family discussions, and um, it was a very positive thing. So, So even older kids, I think, have something to glean from it who are adopted or fostered or Absolutely, because there are a lot of times when we as adults, when we're reading a book to a child, we are learning along the way too. So I'm a big believer that children's books are also for adults. So I love (laughs) children's books. So I love them long before even having children. But one of the things that my daughter said to me is, Mom, you know, you keep talking about this for adoptive families, but this is a book for non-adoptees too, to learn about our marginalized group mm-hmm. to learn about what it means to be adopted and you know to ask the right questions of your adopted adopted friends and uh i i think her point is worth hearing that it's it's larger than just for adoptees and adoptive families it's for others to learn about what makes a family 
Absolutely. And I think the more that we learn about what makes a a healthy family and a happy family, some of these basics, the more then our children learn and grow with that paradigm. So then their children become happy and healthy, whether they're biologically related or not. It's it's about having the habits, the practices that create harmony and love. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is also a teaching tool, tool for how different families are, single parent families, same sex parent families, interracial families, adopted families. And I, I'll, I will leave you with the letter V, which is V is for varied, how families are made all over the world from New York to Taipei. Oh. And that's one of my favorite illustrations. Oh, that, that's you know. beautiful. The flags, the globe, the kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> and, and one more thing in the very early uh, D is for drum roll, make a parade, adopt it together, our family is made. There are a couple of rainbow flags, which oh. um, I think are very inclusive of LBGTQ. Of family. course. Of course, because we, you know, fortunately, we now live in a world where we are far more inclusive and we are far more willing to talk about things that we didn't talk about 20 years ago. And books like yours help young ones and their parents pave the way to let's keep it going in this direction. Let's keep it in a direction where we talk about life we talk about love we talk about things that are challenging and that's what your book opens the you know it opens the door for that so that kids can have age-appropriate discussions with their parents about whatever questions pop up in their very bright little minds yeah i i do hope it's a mirror for kids to see themselves in a window you know to learn about other kinds of kids and families as well Yes, mirrors and windows, those those two go together very well. Linda, I thank you so much for being with us today. It has been such a joy and such a such a pleasure. Where can our listeners find you? Well, more importantly, they can find the book uh, on the Familius website or the Workman website or Amazon, Barnes and Noble, your local. A lot of independent bookstores have it. But if you want to find me and communicate with me, I am at Linda at lindacutting.com. And I have a website, an author website, which is lindacutting.com. So I can be found in either of those ways. I'm also on Instagram. On Instagram. I'm on Instagram as well at Linda Cutting Author. And um, you can find me there too. Excellent. So listeners, the spelling of Linda's name is Linda, L-I-N-D-A, Cutting, C-U-T-T-I-N-G. That's Linda Cutting. And the book is A is for Always, an Adoption Alphabet. So Linda, I thank you again for sharing your time with us, with me. It has been a true pleasure. And as we conclude today's podcast, I'd like to thank Familius Publishing for their support in bringing this podcast to your ears and your heart. We'd be thrilled if you'd subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review on iTunes and social media. If you'd like more wonderful Familius content, such as the amazing book we talked about today, A is for Always, 
Be sure to visit us at Familius.com where you will find our Habit Hub blog as well as a spectacular selection of books for families. One step at a time we can and will make the world a happier place. Thank you for sharing your time with me, Dr. Carla Marie Manley. It's been a joy and a true pleasure. Be well and shine, shine, shine as only you can do.